Hello there. This is Debbie Happy Cohen. I'm the founder of Joy Based Living, and you are listening to a podcast called Mine. It's about reclaiming your time, your energy, and your life. Today, I want to talk about the one common element when you're experiencing the very best of psychology, spirituality, and or coaching. The one common element is your authenticity. And I'm going to give you a few examples. You can think about this in your own life in order to integrate more of who you are to practice your authenticity, to maintain and sustain your authenticity in a world that doesn't necessarily reinforce that or reward that. It's really, it's a, it's a solo journey in that way. You have to want it for you. So when it comes to, let's say I said psychology, when it comes to psychology, you want to be really authentic with what you feel and what you think and what you're experiencing in the moment. When it comes to psychology, the best of you will show up when you're honest and when you have the language to say, I'm feeling fear right now or I'm feeling appreciation right now. Um, you become more and more your own authority when you take ownership of that which is moving through you. Now, that leads me to spirituality, where what I just said could feel like a contradiction. You don't take ownership of the clouds that are moving through you. And so here we are bumping into some paradox. That's okay. So I, I move into spirituality and I think to myself, all right, what is, what is the authentic self within my spirituality experiencing? Well, I'm not like a major big time guru. I am in a process of practicing what that sense of infinite love and as who I am and what that feels like when I rest in that and when I bask in that. I think that people who are, uh, quote, enlightened masters are people who bask there a lot more often. And when the clouds, when the psychological clouds move through them, they have no identification with them. So it's not that they never have a negative thought or something like that, but it, it moves through. So my spirituality and psychology, well, that leads me to the, the third conversation about coaching. Um, what is my experience for who I want to be as my best self? What do I envision in, in who I'm becoming? Well, my psychology and my spirituality certainly have an influence on that. Even if I don't have spirituality, that has an influence on who I want to become. And so like in this podcast called Mine, that is so anti, you know, purist spirituality. I know that. And I love some of the purest spirituality. But my religion at this point is authenticity. And authenticity means coming to God with my truth. And it means showing up on a podcast like this. So my, my becomingness is to be a light for people who are seeking to have more connection with their own authenticity and more expression of their own authenticity 
regardless of their beliefs, regardless of where they are on the emotional scale, but to just be a light in that way. And then some people are going to be drawn a little bit and they, you know, they read like my Facebook post and listen to this podcast. Some people are going to want to go a little bit deeper and join a group that I'm running or one of our members is running. Or, and some people are going to, go, going to want to go deeper, either through coaching or through a deeper friendship. And, and so I've become, in my own way, a lighthouse. Now, are there lighthouses that be much brighter than me? Oh my gosh, absolutely. They have helped guide me to be this person. Am I perfect? Well, absolutely not. And so one of my psychological practices is imperfect and awesome. One of my psychological practices is um, be honest. One of my psychological practices is be easy on yourself. One of my spiritual practices is ask for grace. Tune into grace. Know who you really are. Bask in the infinite love of your existence. And then in my the third realm of coaching, my experience is how can I be the best teacher, the best coach, the best me. And and they all work together. I call this the trifecta because it's not just about my acts of service or putting myself out into the world like the way I'm doing here right now, but it's also making sure that I'm in integrity with myself psychologically and spiritually. It means that I've taken time for self-care. It means that I've taken time to pause to know what I feel. It means that sometimes I just want to binge a a TV show or something like that to give myself room to be a person and not just try to be some kind of perfect thing. So that the pressure cooker that can happen within a psychology that's kind of on lockdown, that the pressure cooker has a, the steam can come out. And so continuous learning, continuous being there for other people and continuous letting them be there for me. That's also one of my practices. So I'm giving you the example that I'm living because I think sometimes people don't talk enough about themselves in this way because they don't want to be self-centered. But I think then we miss out on on the examples that you can take and, and go, oh, oh, she's doing that. Let me see how I can apply it my way. Let me see what that looks like for my life. And so what we're talking about in each one of these realms uh, of, of psychology and spirituality and coaching is we're talking about authority. So a few year, a couple years ago, I created a, um, a costume. I created a persona for myself and she's called Reverend Sassy Shorts. And she loves spirituality and she has an outfit that is a fuchsia cape um, a, a, a priest collar, but made of sequins with that's fuchsia and white and a queen's crown. And, and what that represents for me is authority that I am, in, I am responsible for claiming and taking ownership of my own authority within the context of a world and a universe that I don't have control of. And when, and I want to say something about the queen's crown and about the collar and about the cape it doesn't mean authority over anybody else. I am not interested in that. I am interested in meeting people as equals. And part of meeting people as equals is shedding the past conditioning that suffocates my true self. And that's my authority. That's the authority that I choose to claim. 
And so in any spiritual practice, in any psychological practice that's worth its weight, um, in any coaching practice, you want to claim your authority in full, as fully as possible. And, and just be aware, and that's why I want you to listen to the other podcast episodes, be aware that when you do that, it's going to push buttons in other people. It's going to push buttons in you. There's going to be a sense of relief and a sense of discomfort at times. And the, 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 lighter, the brighter you shine your light, uh, some people might, you know, say you're too, you know, who do you think you are? Or, you know, you're too big for your britches or all kinds of things. And the more that we can be there for each other as we're beaming our lights, the more we can just know that, yeah, I've had that experience too and I survived it. Um, And that's the fear a lot of times when people are leaning into like the desire to have more authenticity. They're afraid of what other people are going to think. They're afraid of, um, of being rejected. And so when you have a community of people who are practicing together, each in their own way, but you know that they're sincere in their practice, um, it's, it's just gold. Those authentic connections are, are, are sweeter than sweet and golder than gold. And it's the real stuff. It's the real stuff. It's a sweetness that never gets too sweet. And it's a gold that is always shining. Um, it's the true you. And there is no more, nothing more precious in this universe than the true you. I'll end with one thing. There's a psychological study that I've mentioned previously, and it's a mirroring uh, study where a mother is with uh, like a I don't know, maybe an eight or nine month old baby who's sitting in their little um, carry thing uh, that, you know, you put in the car and you can carry it around and the baby's sitting in this thing and the mother looks at the baby and the baby's looking at her and they're gooing at each other. Ooh, goo, goo, gaga. And then the mother puts on a, 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 they call it the still face experiment. She puts on a still face and stops mirroring the baby. Well, the baby looks immediately, starts looking confused and then tries to get her to laugh and then she doesn't laugh. This goes on for about 45 seconds. That feels like a lifetime. It is a horrible 45. Some, some of my friends can't even watch the video. They never even went through the whole video. Within 45 seconds, the baby starts crying really loud. And then the, the psychologist comes over. I mean, what kind of studies are we doing as humanity? What? I mean, I get it. It's, you know, it's important to know these things. But do we really need to torture a baby to figure that out? Um, yeah. See? Anger right there. <laughs> Authenticity. Um, and, and so when I'm talking about, when I'm inviting you to reflect on mine, we all need mirroring. We all need somebody. So, so then the mom puts on her, her, her normal face again and the baby gets back to regulate self. Uh, she's, the baby's not self-regulating. The baby is co-regulating. Mama is regulating the baby's emotions. And, and I don't think that's true just for babies. I think that's true for adults and for senior citizens and, you know, for the cashier and the waitress and the teacher and, the banker. I think everybody needs some mirroring. I know I just probably opened a can of worms by saying the bank, the banker, but that's another conversation for another time. The idea is that the, the, the person that you will admire most inside of you in your life is the one that is authentic and expresses his or her authenticity as fully as possible. So keep being you. And I wish you 
I wish you, I wish you the very best and the most love and the most joy as you can possibly stand along your journey. Thank you very much for listening. I'll see you on the next episode.